should I take my social security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Roughly 10,000 baby boomers retire every single day. Everybody's story is different, but there's some things that apply to us all. Stick around, we've got some great tips that could help ease the transition. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day, uh, president of Frisbee and Associates, an independent, a fiduciary, and uh, so much more. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, Steve, how are you doing this weekend? I'm doing well, thank you. Boy, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's a 10,000 baby boomers a day, and there's no end in sight. Kevin, you have got your work cut out for you. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny you say that. And 10,000 people a day are turning 65. Actually, the number is 12,000 people a day are turning 65 oh, in wow. this country for the next 18 years, Steve. Oh my gosh. Think about that, you know. That that brings me to about 68 years old, if, if I calculate that okay. right. So. Right up to where I might call it quits. Who knows? I mean, we'll see. That's the the, yeah. the the jury's out on that. But the point is, we've got our work cut out for us for sure. And so when you've got that many people turning sixty five, and you got ten thousand baby boomers boomers every day retiring, there's a lot going on. I can tell you right now, we we just this this past year having COVID has has actually uh, boosted our business. Believe it or not, even though we had to stop doing seminars for the whole year, what's going on nationally is. There was an additional 2 million people that retired above and beyond what the normal numbers were because of COVID. And I've, I've got nurses, I've got doctors, PAs, I've got teachers all coming in over the last year saying, I just don't want to go back into work because it's not what I signed up for You know, when I had first started. Unfortunately, these people are getting out of the workforce in droves and it's uh, it's really affecting their their workplace, but it's also affecting uh, you know people maybe having to re look at their retirement plan if they're doing it earlier than they had anticipated. Well, and that really is the the challenge, and that challenge is for you to say, all right, if you, if there was a plan in place, and now suddenly they're saying, I I need to be done. Well, you have to rework that plan, and hopefully it'll work uh, to their favor. And and the whole rework is somebody comes in and says, Kev, you know, I just can't take it anymore. You know, the, things have changed. It's not about the patient anymore. It's not about the student anymore. H- how do I get done? And so we we lay out a plan. We put a written plan together. We figure out what their budget needs going to be. We figure out what their lifestyle desire is, is, is going to be above and beyond the budget. What's their fixed incomes look like? If they get done earlier, how much is it going to affect their pension if they have one? How much is it going to affect their social security? What does that all look like? If they're married or have a partner, what happens when somebody dies? So we're going to look at that as part of that plan, figuring out what happens to the income when somebody passes away. How does it affect the budget? 
And then we get to the money part saying, how much do you need saved up to be able to siphon off interest basically from that account, always to make sure you've got that that nest egg still there, that that, that the principle of the nest egg, and then have that that interest come off so you can supplement that income. And again, it, a lot of people are surprised. They come in, we lay out this plan, even if it's earlier than they had anticipated, and they're surprised a lot of times. I'm not necessarily surprised, but they are when they leave the office. At least that's what I hear from, from people's comments, that they could have retired even sooner than they <laughs> want to now So because they've done a good enough job to, to be able to make that work. Of course. I mean, and again, so as we start to get closer to retirement and we're talking about baby boomers and, and certainly the last year and a half has been a, a, big, a big deal for everybody. And you, I think what's happening is a lot of baby boomers are talking to each other about what they should do and and <laughs> – Really, what they should do is talk to somebody like you to make sure you're making those decisions and making sure they're the right ones for you, not for your and, friends. And and I'll tell you right now, to your to your point, somebody like us here at Frisbee Associates, not all financial advisors or firms are built the same way. And I can, I can tell you right now, if you're listening to the show and you've got another broker advisor out there, it, if they don't talk about some of these other matters that we talk about on the show, that the, the tax planning, the distribution planning, the Medicare planning, the long-term care planning, uh, all of that stuff collectively has to fit together. If, if if you have an advisor broker that's not talking about that, and I'm not faulting them, by the way, by, by making a statement, but you should look out and find yourself a firm or, or an individual that specializes in that holistic plan because- you could do yourself a disservice. I promise you right now, it could cost a, a lot of money and a lot of headache if you make the wrong choices with with you know all of it, including taking Social Security, when to do that. That all has to fit like a big puzzle together. And so we've carved our niche, Steve, out in the market to say, this firm, Frisbee & Associates, the advisors here at Frisbee & Associates, all of the other people that we have included in the team actually can bring that puzzle together and bring the specialist in play to help solve whatever the issues might be going forward to be able to retire. Sure. And and again, sometimes we have to maybe rethink things a little bit and maybe we can't retire right now, but maybe you can offer some, you know, some suggestions. Maybe we, maybe you just take a longer vacation, maybe a sabbatical, maybe you ease into it. I mean, are those kinds of discussions that you have as well? You know, I just had somebody in the office uh, come in a couple of days ago now. Interesting, his, his wife didn't want to come in. So he came in, he wanted to meet with me and, and uh, drove over from the uh, Farmington area. And we exactly had this discussion. He says, listen, I'm 60 years old. My wife's 59. I'm working right now and I'm not sure. I'm here to get your advice. I'm not sure if I can retire at 62 or not. I'm going to work part time if I can or I wait till 65 when I can get on Medicare. So we went through all those scenarios and he actually was, he was pretty pleased when he left. So we went through all the scenarios. We, we laid out some plans and said, here's the income when you turn 62. Here's what you can make on, uh, you know, if you go work part-time, let's say, here's what you can make and not be penalized on your social security. Do you take social security at 62 versus waiting? We, we run a, a, a scenario break-even chart to show as a married uh, couple, what point does it make sense to start collecting versus waiting? There's a break-even analysis we look at. And so we, we laid out all kinds of scenarios, and, and I believe that this guy is going to now go back with the, the idea that he's going to retire from his full-time gig in two years and lay that plan out and now go do something he more wants to do that he's going to like doing better than the job he's doing full-time now and, and work part-time doing that, collect Social Security, get a little pension, 
and live ha- hopefully happily ever, ever after. Right. Well, I think that's important when you say that he's going to do something part-time that he wants to do. There's something to be said for that where it, it's not a dread to going into work. Oh, listen, there's a quality of life factor here that has to be counted. And I know that people listen and understand what I'm talking about. If you just despise what you do now, and you might not have started despising it, but but now things have changed so much. The added stress that goes with that, uh, your health is is a condition here too. The added stress that goes into that and that it affects your health potentially, you don't need it. And if you can go find something and put that plan together that you know that by working part-time, doing something you, you're going to more like doing, laying out a plan to take Social Security maybe earlier than you had expected before, putting a distribution plan in place with your retirement monies. Ideally, if we can make that work and you can make that fit in your life, why wouldn't you want to entertain looking at that? Not saying you're going to do it, but but why not entertain? Is it a possibility? Sure. Well, and you know, you, you talked about the health is a factor and the peace of mind. And, you know, that's something else that has to be talked about or at least considered is, you know, your friends, your family, how do they factor into all of this? How is that going to work with you when you retire? I mean, those are all things to talk about as well. It, it is. And, and do you have grandkids? Oh, sure. Or, or children, and grand, you know, they have grandkids. Let's say, did the grandkids live away? I had a couple not not long ago come in, and uh, we have a health insurance specialist as part of the team, and she's not quite 65. They're about 62, 63 years old, and and they thought that they were going to have to work until 65, or she was going to have to work until 65 because he was a business owner, but she was carrying the health care as, as a nurse. Well, they come in on a second appointment with great big smiles and said, hey, I just give my notice. This is her. I just give my notice because I talked to your health insurance guy, part of your team, and we can make this work. And I'm like- <laughs> And that's, that was the start of our second appointment. It, it all went terrifically. And, and because here's the deal, she had young grandchildren that lived out of state in Connecticut and Rhode Island. And, and it was a detriment for her to not be able be have the time, the ability to go down there and spend and, and uh, help the, her kids out basically and, and help take care of the grandkids when she wanted to. And so now she's going to do per diem at, at her nurse job, get on a healthcare plan, and it's all going to work great. And so again, that came from a, a, a radio caller, from an initial meeting, a consultation, they just wanted to get a second opinion. All of a sudden, she was coming back on a second appointment, giving her her uh, her resignation to her job. That's fantastic. How I mean, that, that's, that's got to make you feel just fantastic. I love that stuff. You know what I mean? Because because the ripple effect that, and, and I'm only the guide light right here, right? right. You know, I, I'm going to give the advice. The ripple effect, though going to her family. Think about how the grandkids now, they're going to grow up having more time with grandma and grandpa and and, her, and their kids are going to have more time with mom and dad. You know, if, if something happens sooner rather than later, you know what? Those people will never forget the fact that I had a small part in guiding them along that they can get done their job and, and go spend more time with their family. Exactly. Well, one other, there's a quote here from uh, Merrill Lynch, leisure and retirement beyond the bucket list finds that most People have anxiety leading up to retirement, but find that once they take the plunge, they are very happy. But that comes from working with somebody like you that relieves that stress and gives us the confidence. Taking that nesty plunge, we call it, right? That's and exactly. You, well, you know, a- that that's that study you're referring to, that's a great point. And, and the feedback that I get from clients, and I have for 15 years now working with clients, is the fact that the anxiousness that they have, you're right, that's, that study nailed it. It says that their anxiousness is about what do they do with their time, number one. And secondly, how is the money thing all going to work out? People are anxious to say, hey, do I have enough saved up? How is this all going to work? How do I take money from my retirement accounts? But all the conversations that we have with people all include that. And then taking that nesty plunge you just talked about, 
Now, all of a sudden, you've got an end game, a date in front of you. And now, you know what? After you come back 9, 12 months after that fact, life is going to be different. Your view of, your, of life is going to be different because you've settled into uh, a good routine and and hopefully a good lifestyle. Yeah. Boy, the nesting plunge. I haven't thought about that in years, but what great image. <laughs> I mean, I remember it so well. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, here's the thing. If you want to if you want to get ready to see if you can take your nesting plunge, we'll call it that, uh, give Kevin a call. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we do that right now, Kevin? Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your opportunity to, to come on and sit down, do what we've just been talking about, put together a financial roadmap. Uh, Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates are there for you. They understand. They can they can take that complex fi financial world and, and really make it clear and easy to understand. It's your chance to get a true, practical financial review. It's a phone call away at 800-998-5649. Uh, Ten callers right now get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras, and there's no Cost. There's no obligation. It's just a conversation to get things going. And when you walk out the door, the good news is you'll have a roadmap, a guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Most Americans elect to claim Social Security at 62 years old. Is that the best time? When we come back, four questions you need to answer before you take that big step. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater of New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Here's our look at women of accomplishment, women who have soared to new heights and shattered the glass ceiling. Growing up, Sally Ride was not only interested in science, she was also a nationally ranked tennis player. She earned a PhD in physics in 1978 while doing research on the interaction of x-rays with the interstellar medium. Ride was selected to be an astronaut as part of NASA Astronaut Group 8 in 1978, the first class to select women. She was one of 35 selected out of 8,000 applicants. In overcoming gender bias during a pre-space flight press conference, she was asked such ridiculous questions as, do you weep when things go wrong on the job? And will the flight affect your reproductive organs? Liftoff of STS-7 and America's first woman astronaut. 
Brad became the first American and the third woman in space aboard the Challenger in 1983. Many people attending the launch wore t-shirts that said, Ride Sally Ride. She served on the committees that investigated the Challenger and Columbia Space Shuttle disasters, the only person to participate in both. Ride died of pancreatic cancer on July 23, 2012. Sally Ride, one of the many women to shatter the glass ceiling. On Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is uh, author of a book called Every Dime Every Day. I suggest you get a hold of that one. Uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. Got a great team of folks. And and you have grown just by leaps and bounds, Kevin, in, in the your overall business and and the, the reputation that you have. I mean, when people think of retirement planning, I think in, in the state of Maine, they, they must think of you. <laughs> you know, I I didn't set out to have uh, this size organization. I really didn't. I, I wanted to go help people with their finances. We had done a good job uh, in our own household, and I thought it was it was uh, a mission, and, and it still is a mission in, in my mind to go out there and, and give people the best possible advice and guide people along. But as a result of doing good work and, and doing you know good by people. Uh, over the last 15 years now, we've grown leaps, as you said, leaps and bounds. Even the last five, six, seven years has been astronomical with the amount of new clients we've had come in. And, and I was going through the uh, the tally sheet the other day of all the calls, all the radio calls, all the TV calls, all the Howie Carr calls, all the seminar attendees. And the biggest generator of new business to us in the last year or two has been referrals. And so that by itself speaks volumes to us out here positively helping, affecting people's livelihoods. Sure. 800-998-5649. That's the number that can get it started. So let's talk a little bit about Social Security. And I know that there are a number of advisors that want no part of it. They don't want to have that conversation, but you embrace it. I mean, you've got people who have a lot of expertise in the world of Social Security to help. You know, we talk about this in our seminars. Why do other brokers, advisors don't talk about Social Security? I've asked you that before, I think, Steve. Yeah, right. What's What's the answer? There's nothing in it for them. That's big, that, bingo. That's that's spot on the answer. There's nothing in it for them. And I would challenge that. That's not true. If it could be for an individual, it could be four, five hundred thousand dollars, or six hundred thousand dollars over your lifetime. But depending on your benefit when you start taking it, think about that. A half a million dollars. If you're a married couple, it be, could it could become a, a million to one point two million dollars of income over your lifetime. And that one point two million dollars to me. That's as important as helping people make the best choices in their investments. Exactly. Uh, you know, a million bucks, if they don't make the right choice, it could affect their, their portfolio or their income, I should say, by two, three, four hundred thousand dollars well, if they don't you know, pick the right time to take Social Security. So that's not I you know, as a as an organization, there is something in it for us. Number one, we have a vested interest as a fiduciary licensed firm to help and do the best what's in in the best for our clients. Number one. Number two is that kind of money, if I can help my clients put that kind of money additionally in their pocket by picking the right choice time to take Social Security, it obviously will it will increase their, their account values and obviously increase what they leave behind to their, their, uh, their heirs. Right. Well, and again, I think, you know, it's it, when you're talking about that kind of a difference, yeah, there is something in it for you. I mean, <laughs> obviously, it, just from a satisfaction standpoint. And you know what? The, these are these are complicated subjects that a lot of advisors don't want to dig into. They they and frankly, a lot of them don't understand. 
the ins and outs and intricacies of social security planning. And again, it, to that point I made earlier in the show today, if you're working with a broker advisor that's only managing money, you're doing yourself a disservice, I promise you. There's not a lot of firms. There's a few firms in the state that, that do the holistic plan. I would encourage you to seek seek somebody out that has a second opinion that you can take a look at the whole picture. Well, and, and again, you know, when you start talking about Social Security, you said it at the beginning, most Americans elect to take Social Security at 62. I mean, that that's true as of, I, I think, as, as recent as last September, that was still true. And that isn't necessarily always the best idea, especially if there's a couple, especially if there's any age difference. I mean, there are a number of strategies that you can put in place. And, and here's the thing, to, to that point, if people come in and say, Kev, I'm taking Social Security at 62 because I don't think it's going to be there. Well, that's not a good enough reason. I mean, explain that. Yes, the, the government's spending like drunken sailors. And yes, it's out of control in Washington. And yes, they're probably going to make some changes. But I will tell you, Social Security is going to be there in some fashion as it is right now. Might be a little changed, mean, means-based tested, all, all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be there. So that's not a legitimate enough reason. If somebody comes in and says, I'm taking Social Security at 62 because nobody in my family has lived past 66 years old. Well, all right, let, let's talk. I mean, that could be a real reason to say, hey, maybe your genes aren't very good. Maybe we do start to take it early or God forbid you have a, a major health issue. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to start taking it earlier. But if you come in and we lay out a plan, here's the thing. We use our software and say, as part of that written plan, what's your budget need? What's your fixed incomes? What's the social security amount look like? The optimal time to take social security is this age. And we can put one, two, three scenarios together to show you. And you can literally pick the, to the month when's the best time for you and your situation to take Social Security. The other thing is if you're a partner or, or I'm sorry, a spouse, and all of a sudden you've been married for at least two years, what about the survivor benefit to that spouse if something happens to you? There's a reason sometimes to wait to take Social Security if you were the breadwinner and all of a sudden you can get that delayed credits of 8% every single year. If something did happen to you and you're married, all of a sudden your spouse has a higher income the rest of their life. So there's not a one size fits all. It all has to be calculated, Steve, with all these potential options that are out there to make the best choice. Well, I mean, and I've been hearing for years, well, the Social Security is not going to be there anyway. <laughs> so I found a, a, a there's a woman, Wendy Connick is her name. She's a business writer. Uh, but she, she said uh, about Social Security being there, she says Social Security is widely considered the third rail of politics. Any politician who touches it dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate too. And and I tell yes. people all the time, yeah, could they make changes of the, the amount of taxes on social security? Yes. Are they going to maybe look at means-based testing? What that means is they're going to look at maybe a person's assets or other income or investment income before they pay the full amount. Could they bring that to the table? I believe they can. And I believe that they will. But at the end of the day, it's going to be there. And it's going to be there in some fashion because the politicians, most of them are baby boomers. And there's no way the baby boomers will change the rules midstream on the next 18 years of baby boomers retiring. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, you know, one of the things that has to come into to the conversation is taxes and Social Security because, you know, there are some strategies that you can help minimize taxes on Social Security because Social Security is taxed. And so here's the thing. When they set up taxes, initially set up taxes on Social Security in 1983, by the way, it was never designed initially to, to, to be taxed. Right. When they did it in 1983, Congress come in and said, hey, we're going to start robbing people's pocketbooks from taxes on Social Security. So they, they, they put this in play. They never put a, uh, an inflation factor or cost of living adjustment on this threshold that they started in 1983. 
So back then, as a single filer, let's say 25,000 and 32,000 of the two break points, as a married couple, 32,000 and 44,000. At those break points, it starts to trigger taxes on your Social Security uh, income. Back then in 1983, as a married couple, $44,000 was a medium to, to you know higher level income right. for a retiree. And so now, because of inflation and what's gone on the last 30, 40 years now, almost everybody, and I say I would say probably 90% of the, the people we sit with have to pay taxes on a good part of their Social Security because, again, when you retire today and they, they the provisional income formula, when they count part of your Social Security, they count your dividend income, they count your retirement withdrawals, they count anything else you might have for income, it now counts towards that threshold and most households are above that level. So most households now are paying taxes on Social Security. But I mean, I know you've talked about this before too, but uh, there are strategies that if you end up, you know, Roth withdrawals from a Roth IRA, for example, are not taxed. All right. That doesn't go towards that provisional income. That's true. So there's a, there's an argument to be made when you talk about Roth conversions. Thanks for bringing that up. So if you take it and, and do a lump sum or do it quickly in the early parts of retirement and, and convert all your pre-taxed IRA monies to Roths, what that does long-term for your Social Security tax, it could eliminate it completely because now if you don't have to, if you've taken money from a Roth instead of a traditional IRA, if that doesn't have to count towards income thresholds for tax on Social Security, which it doesn't, now you can potentially get all of your Social Security forever and a day tax-free. So that has to be built into that Roth conversion conversation saying, hey, do we take it and, and get it out of there right away, maybe over the next couple of years, and now we get tax-free for the next 30 years, or do we do it in piecemeal, maybe do it in piecemeal to keep it under the threshold where you can convert smaller amounts to Roth and still pay minimal or, or as little as possible tax on your Social Security? Well, I think you've made the case that, that an advisor that works with us on Social Security, there is a lot in it for them. You know, not oh. just the the clients certainly, but for you too. I mean, it just makes sense to to help folks get to where they need to be and to not have to pay all the taxes. That's it. it it's again, Social Security is the cornerstone of a retirement plan, and, and we've got to get this right. Not just to make the time right when you're going to collect it, but also the the minimize of taxes and trying to figure out how best to Roth convert to 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 do the you know the minimum taxes in the future or no tax in the future on Social Security. A lot is part of the conversation, Steve. You're right. And folks, I tell you what, if that's a conversation that you'd like to have, I think it's important that you do. Take advantage of what Kevin is offering here today. Let's let's go ahead and invite folks to call right now. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show but we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, 
you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, this is it. This is a great way to begin that conversation. It's what, what Kevin was just talking about, about taking advantage of, you know, less taxes on Social Security, putting together the overall plan. Yes, that's what they do. They take that complex financial world, break it down, and make it easy to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review, and it starts with that phone call, 800-998-5649. Ten callers get the comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras. Yes, the Social Security analysis. Yes, the portfolio x-ray. All of that, no cost, no obligation. And when you walk out the door, you leave with a road map that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. We're living longer, so logic would show that we are saving even more for retirement. The reality is not so much. When we come back, some surprising truths about retirement in America. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoon? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 This story proves that perseverance truly does pay off. It did in a really big way here. In 2004, developers Will and Arthur Zeckendorf bought the Mayflower Hotel in Manhattan's Upper West Side, along with several adjacent lots, for a little over $400 million. Their goal was to create the city's most exclusive residential building. They had a big challenge first though. The tenants of the Mayflower Hotel could not be evicted. They had to legally buy them out. There were four men, all bachelors, left as residents and the money started adding up. One of the men, 98 years old, accepted $1 million to leave. The second one, an aging show business agent, also in his 90s, took a similar sum. The third tenant was the son of World War II General Douglas I. Shell Return MacArthur. The best account shows he moved out for $650,000. Then there was Herbert Sukunik, the last one, and he didn't want to go, so he stayed and the developers did everything in their power to get him to leave. They even started noisy construction around his side of the building, but he stayed. And after two years, Sukunik received a reported $17 million to vacate the building, plus an additional $2 million replacement condo, which would be rented out to him for just $1 a month. Now that's perseverance paying off. Maybe perseverance is not the right word. Maybe just plain stubbornness. I want money. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins.
Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation. Boy, that last one about Social Security and, and just kind of the overall big picture of where Social Security fits into the overall plan. I mean, not everybody thinks that way, Kevin. I'm glad you do. I, again, yeah, I've, I've said it again and again. Holistic plan is the key to a successful retirement. Most brokers, advisors, don't dig in because they don't. It's complicated. They don't understand it, but they feel like they don't get compensated for it. And to me, it's the it's not doing the right thing by your clients. Right, I completely agree. And and the thing about retirement, and and you know, you mentioned it in the opening there that we're living longer. Yes, um, and that's good. But you know, we've got to be able to pay for it as well. And that's where putting together a plan like this comes into play. You, you know, we have a slide in our, one of our seminars at uh, the good news, bad news slide, we call it. The good news is we're living longer. The bad news is we're living longer. Right. And so it, it's a much more complicated thi- uh, process to, to look at making sure you have the right plan in place, altering the plan as life changes. Obviously, that's a big part of it. You know, when we sit and do reviews with clients, making sure we're changing the plan based on conditions that change in their life, conditions that change in the markets. And then the, the 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 goal, obviously, in everybody's household is making sure they don't live longer than the money. And so that's the worst case scenario. I, I had a client in the uh, in a brewer office a couple of weeks back, and uh, they came in and they had about nine hundred thousand dollars in money, and and uh, they were taking about sixty six thousand dollars a year in income from it. And I said, well, and he was she was sixty four, he's sixty eight, and I said, well, by my calculations, you're going to run out of money in twelve and a half years based on how this investment's performed and and your withdrawal rate. And I said, your, your choices are, A, you drastically cut your lifestyle and, and, and cut your expenses, or B, you change your investment options. Or maybe a better idea is a combination of both of those. So at the end of the day, you got to figure out that how, how do you not run out of money? How do you not outlive your money? That, that's, by the way, public speaking used to be the biggest fear of anybody in the United States, probably in the world, I, I, if you did a poll. Now it's not. Public speaking f- has fallen to number two. The biggest fear of Americans is the fear of running out of money before they die. Right. Well, and that's where a plan comes into play, obviously. And, you know, especially since we are living longer, we're, I mean, what, I mean, statistically, I think of what a 65 year old uh, could, could live to be 85, something like that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So if somebody's already in their sixties, the, the chances of living in the mid, mid 80 range are, uh, go up exponentially. Mm-hmm. And, uh, particularly the females, the females, if they're 65 today, the male has a chance to live to 85. The female has, has a chance to live to 90. And so, you know, well, and again, the, you know, so we talk about just putting that plan together and it talks about, uh, only half of us have a retirement plan, but you know, you think if you've got a 401k and maybe a brokerage account, you go, well, I've got a retirement plan. No, no, no. <laughs> you've got some accounts <laughs> that are it, that are very divestive of each other. It, exactly. So to that point, when people come in and they've got these accounts and maybe they're just doing it on their own, they're working their tail off, going to the workplace every day, putting money into the 401k, the TSP, the 403b, whatever they might have uh, set up at the workplace. Yeah, that's a money account. You're saving, you're investing, doing your thing. But that's not a plan. You're right, Steve. So the plan is talking with an advisor. How do you structure that investment vehicle so that you're not taking too much risk? You want to grow your money. I'll make a statement right now, Steve. Tell me if you agree or not. And I take this from the view that most of our clients are above 55 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's a statement. Risk management, in my opinion, is more important than gains on an investment account. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah. Why, yeah. Well, why is that? The, the reason is, right, yes. it's obvious in my eyes, 
if somebody is, is close to retirement age, within 10 years, let's say, of retirement age, you don't want to have a 25 or 30 or 35 or 40% dip if the market takes a downturn. And it's important to grow the money. Don't get me wrong. But risk management's the key to what we do. The second thing is how, how do we get those gains without having a big uh, you know, chance to, to take a dive? And so that's what when people come in and we sit and we, we go through that consultation, that's what we focus on. We, we focus on risk management and what kind of gains do we need to get to get you to the end game and make sure you have enough. Right. You know, I mean, by contrast, we've been talking a lot about maybe retiring early or going sooner than you thought. What if, you know, like you, you have no desire to retire anytime soon. And, and a lot, I don't think there's a financial advisor that I know that ever wants to retire. You guys just want to keep working because you love what you do. So let's say that somebody is in that same situation. I want to work longer. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. And, and to that point, you know, I have a profession that as long as I have the mental capacity, uh, I, my passion is, is always going to be there. I believe it because I'm, I, I, as I said earlier in the show, this is kind of a mission for me in my sure. life. And it's what I do. And being only 50, you know, maybe when they, with the uh, spigot dries up, when people stop turning 65 and 18 years, right? When, when the baby boomers stop, maybe I'll consider it. Who knows at that point? <laughs> yeah. But, but to that point, there's nothing wrong. If you want to continue to work, you know, if you love what you do, I'll give an example. My, both my mother and father-in-law were both, do- both prominent doctors in their town and they worked till their mid seventies because they loved what they did. They had a positive effect for 50 years in their little town in Lithuania. And so at we saw no fault in that. They collected their pensions when they were 70 years old. They kept working just because it gave them something to look forward to and get up in the morning every single day to go do. So if that's you and you love what you do, you don't have to get done unless the company or the, you know maybe where you work tells you you have to get done. But, but if you want to stay doing it, just to stay busy, have a purpose to get up in the morning, I see nothing wrong with that at all. And if it's not about the money, Steve, even better. And so, you know, let's touch on, on, you know, okay, keeping on working. And and once you get to 65, obviously, then Medicare kicks in. But Medicare is really good until it, it isn't. And and again, it's that becomes a knowledge thing too, doesn't it? Just understanding how Medicare works. It is. And there's a lot of things that uh, are complicated about Medicare, which is why we have three Medicare specialists that cover the whole state. And so when people come in, if they're going on a Medicare, you want to understand a lot of things about Medicare. It's, I call it alphabet soup. And I, I know enough uh, to be able to give direction and, and some advice to be able to you know, give the right questions, I should say, to one of our Medicare reps. And especially with Medicare season coming up, if, if something uh, you want to talk about, give a call and, and sit with, a, with one of our Medicare people. But when you talk about Medicare, it's not covering everything. I give an example. I had a client that just uh, uh, come in for a review uh, a few weeks ago. The wife wasn't with him. I asked how everything was going. He says, not good at all. Um, she actually ended up with a stroke a, a month in the hospital in Bangor and was admitted from the hospital at the nursing home. Well, she had a Medicare plan and she had a Medicare Advantage plan. Well, guess what? That doesn't pay for a nursing home. And so if you've not planned and carved out some money or, or, or at least laid out a plan of how, if an event like that happens, how are you going to pay for it? If you think Medicare is going to pay the bill, that's not necessarily going to be the case. And again, those are the kinds of surprises that we don't need to, to experience. You need to be ready and, and plan for it. Like you said, I mean, whether it's long-term care or whether it's Medicare, whether it's health care, you've said it before, that, that whole world is sort of the elephant in the room. And, and again, we've got the healthcare specialist. If somebody's trying to get done from their job and they're pre-65, give a call, sit down with our or, or give a call to our healthcare specialist and, and talk through that. If somebody's going to, going to Medicare, here's another thing. If you're still working, 
sometimes, a lot of times I should say, if you're still working, it's cheaper for you and better coverage a lot of times to go on a Medicare plan instead of staying on your current employer's healthcare plan. So again, why don't you do a comparison if you're still working at 65 with the healthcare plan you have at work versus going on a Medicare plan? It could be less money, but it could be better benefits at the same time. So that, again, the, a lot of factors that come up with people that just don't know to, to that these are options out there and it's just a matter of listening to the show or maybe coming in and getting a consultation and getting some guidance and where to go for direction to get some of these things solved. You bring up a good point. Now, is it possible that your employer could end up paying that the, the Medicare fees for you because it's cheaper for them too? Exactly. And that's a big deal. Uh, so what happens is an employer says, let's say they have a healthcare plan at their, at their workplace and they've got, you know, X amount of employees on it. Sure. It's, it's an age rated cost of the healthcare plan. So the older people actually bring the premiums higher, even for the younger people. So if you can pay the Medicare premiums, if you're a business owner, pay the Medicare premiums for the person that turns 65, you get them off your healthcare roll. It makes the overall healthcare plan cheaper for everybody else. And it's going to be cheaper for you as a business owner. And it's going to be a better deal for the employee because they're probably going to have better coverage uh, outside on a Medicare plan. So absolutely, Steve, we have these conversations all the time with business owners. 800-998-5649. I think that's great. And so, I mean, when you talk about business owners, is that something that you even suggest? I would think you probably would. Oh, sure. I mean, I'm. Uh, we've got a lot of business owners that uh, are clients, obviously, and, and we manage some business owners uh, simple IRA accounts and, and uh, retirement accounts at the workplace. And I'll do some sometimes a workplace uh, meeting at, at the beginning of the day and go meet with the employees uh, periodically and, and make sure that they're picking the right choices within their, their retirement plan at work. But that also gets to the discussion with the business owner. Have you? Who do you have on your roles that are 65? Let's do the comparison healthcare cost-wise. And, it, and sometimes it, it makes sense for the business to pay the premium for Medicare and get them off the regular healthcare because it's going to save so much more money across the uh, the whole spectrum. I like that. Good conversation to have. In fact, why don't we invite folks to call, get on the calendar, and folks, come on in and make, have that conversation. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your opportunity to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. I mean, the things that we've been talking about today, if you're a baby boomer, you owe it to yourself to give Kevin a call Get on that calendar and just have that conversation. 800-998-5649. It's a true, practical financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Ten callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you, you see where you are today. But more importantly, when you walk out, you'll have in your hand that roadmap that we talk about, that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Ten callers. 800-998-5649. 
888-568-5649. Time once again to answer your questions, that and more, when we come right back. run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits and here comes the Roth conversion he's locked in for income for life he's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan he's created his own pension as well and it looks like he's going to go all the way play your best retirement game call financial safaris Kevin Frisbee 800-998-5649 800-998-5649 the mother of states the mother of presidents the mother of lovers Virginia, the mother of presidents Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Harrison, Tyler, Taylor, and Wilson. The mother of states because eight other states were partially or totally carved from its original land. Virginia also originally ceded territory to help form the District of Columbia. Virginia was called the Old Dominion because of its loyalty to King Charles II during the English Civil War. Virginia is one of four states to be designated as a commonwealth. And there's so much history. Jamestown, the first permanent English settlement. Colonial Williamsburg, Jefferson's beloved Monticello. Washington's home, Mount Vernon. Many Civil War battlefields. In fact, the American Revolutionary War and the Civil War both ended in Virginia. Cornwallis surrendered in Yorktown, and Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant in Appomattox. How did it get its name? From Queen Elizabeth I, the Virgin Queen. Virginia was one of the 13 original colonies. She achieved statehood on June 25, 1788. But what about this Virginia's for lovers thing? In fact, it's an over 40-year-old marketing campaign. It originated with the idea that Virginia could be for the lovers of many things, the mountains, the beach, history. Over 40 years later, Virginia still welcomes you on its signs, stating that it is indeed for lovers. Virginia's population, 8.6 million. Over 3.1 million, or 36%, live in Northern Virginia. The state bird is the cardinal. The state tree is the dogwood. Virginia's motto is Seek Semper Tyrannus, thus always to tyrants. Not really what a lover would say. As far as food, Virginia's known for its country ham. Even Tony and Junior Soprano love it. Mom, this Virginia ham. He's like a woman with a Virginia ham under her arm. Virginia's economy is very diverse, depending on where you are in the state. The highest incomes are in Northern Virginia, shipbuilding in the Southeast, agriculture in Southside Virginia. Tobacco was Colonial Virginia's cash crop and for centuries fueled the economy of Southern Virginia. Thanks to a new law in April of 2020, Virginia will be welcoming casinos to locations throughout the state toward the end of 2022 and into 2023. Recreational marijuana is now legal for adults in Virginia. That means they can possess, consume, and grow, but cannot yet buy. Lawmakers are eyeing 2024 as a year to make sales legal. Legalized gambling, from tobacco to marijuana, Virginia, you've come a long way, baby. on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal having a great conversation today with Kevin as always. Um, and uh, boy, we covered a lot of ground already. And I know that you've got a lot of seminars coming up. You said you've added some locations and, and we're not going to go into great detail, but if folks want to know more, what should they do? 
Yeah, so I'll go through some towns, and if you're close to these towns and you want to call up and find out what the dates are and the locations are, certainly you want to do that. And these, these uh, I'm going to go through, go out the rest of the year. So we've got uh, seminars coming up in Auburn, Maine, Brewer, Maine, Farmington, Maine, Newport, Maine, Lincoln, Maine, Old Orchard Beach, Maine, and Sanford, Maine. Okay. So we're covering it. The, the, that's top to bottom, basically. <laughs> we're covering say, the state. That's the whole. That's the whole state right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good to know. And again, folks, if you want to know more, you can give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. Uh, you can also visit the website, frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S.com. And, and again, your website is to be commended as well. You guys do such a great job with keeping things current, up to date. It's I mean, there's blogs, there's there's just tons of information. Yeah, I had a, a client come in for a first review, six-month review uh, a couple of days ago. And I said, you know, how's it going everything? She says, I, I'm so happy I moved to you guys from, from the other broker because I can't believe how much you communicate with us. Because we send out a weekly email every Sunday afternoon to every client indicating how the accounts did for the week, just to give an update. Mm -hmm. We send out a newsletter every single Wednesday, just to kind of something I write a little blurb in and market conditions and those type of things. And she's like, I read every one of those. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that, really, because that's why we do these. We want to educate people and keep things up up to date in front of people. Sure. Well, and again, it's important. It's frisbeebenefits.com. I would say uh, be sure and check that out for sure. Um, all right, let's jump into some of these questions here. Genevieve is in Topsom, and she writes and says, can I contribute to a Roth IRA and still participate in my employer-sponsored retirement plan? Hmm, I like that question. Yeah, that's a great question. And the answer is yes, depending on your income level. And okay. I'll throw that caveat in here because there's phase outs for uh, traditional IRA and Roth contributions, depending on your household income. So the answer is yes, though, in a general sense, you can contribute both the Roth IRA and an employer-sponsored plan, like a 401k or whatever you might have, a simple IRA at the workplace. Each retirement account has annual contribution limits. This is something we can talk about if you want to come in, figure out what the contribution limits are, figure out what your household income is, and then does it make sense to put into uh, that outside retirement account, whether it be a Roth or a traditional IRA. Okay. Well, that makes sense. But but I guess you, you can contribute to both. I didn't realize yeah, you, that. You, yeah, you can. But but again, it's income dependent. So okay. if you phase out at, at above a certain income, the answer is going to be no. Okay. So we're going to have to look at that first. Well, but again, it's worth having a conversation to, just to see if it makes sense for someone if they're interested in doing that. Oh, no doubt about it. Because, you know, particularly if she's asking about a Roth and if she's younger, hey, you know, if you get some time in front of you to grow a Roth, that's going to be a big tax benefit down the road. And and if you're trying to get a tax break, if your income's at a, at a certain point, you're trying to get a tax deduction, why not look at maybe doing a traditional IRA contribution above and beyond? 800-998-5649, Genevieve, that's the number you can call. Uh, we've got Mary in Falmouth. Uh, she says, my husband and I are both retired with Social Security and work-related pensions. He is 68, I'm 61. Can we open an IRA account to shelter some of our money? So here's the thing. Uh, you have to have earned income to be able to contribute to an IRA account. And if Social Security, I know you paid into it all those years and you feel like you earned it. And I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, and your pension is the same thing, but that doesn't count like a W-2 form that you get from going to a job every single day. Okay. And and so that's the caveat to that. Uh, you know, you, you've got to have earnings. If you work part-time, that could be possibly, you know, enough. If you work part-time, you don't make quite the seven thousand dollars you can put into a, uh, a traditional IRA, let's say, you could put up to your earnings limit and tuck that away. Um, so let again call up. Let's talk. Let's get a consultation if you want to walk through this. 
Uh, but if you're going to stay retired, I would say, no, a traditional IRA is not going to be the way to go. All right. Well, but again, if, but like you said, earned income, if they just were like an Uber driver or something like that, 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 that might qualify. It may, it may qualify. And if you earn enough, then maybe you might be eligible to do a spousal IRA contribution too. Oh, okay. That's, that's still available. All right. That, interesting. 800-998-5649. Uh, John's in Dexter. Uh, he says, my wife and I are planning on retiring within the next year. We're both covered under state retirement plans. The plans have a cost of living adjustment available. This provides a reduced benefit, but provides an automatic annual cost of living adjustment. COLAs are limited to 3% per year. Should we take the COLA option or a one-time payout? I like that question too. Yeah, that's a good question. And that's a, uh, in most cases, the answer is going to be yes. It's kind of like, do you take Social Security early or not um, based on the fact that you're going to, you know, collect over a longer period of time. In this case, by taking the COLA option, you're not going to stick yourself with inflation continuing to run hot. You know, let's say you live another 25 or 30 years. You don't want to have your income stay at the 2021 or 2022 level. Uh, you know, you want to have some COLAs built into that income. And you also want to make sure your investments are structured, that you get some some increases, uh, you know, on your investments to be able to keep up with the cost of inflation as well. Right. All right. Cool. And uh, so, John, there you go. 800-998-5649. Uh, Ronald is in Corinna. Uh, says, I just t turned 75. I've been retired for 12 years. I just went back to work and I'm wondering if that will affect my Social Security since I'm paying into it. Wow. Unless he's making a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is common that people go back to work, even at 75 years old. I'm not surprised to hear that. Thanks for writing in, Ron. The answer is yes, it's going to affect your Social Security because as they're deducting it from your paycheck, it goes back into your earnings pile and then they recalculate your future payments, even your current payments uh, going forward. It's not material though. I, I can tell you because Social Security, if you go to the ssa.gov uh, website and, and, and read about this, Social Security is based on a 35-year back formula of earnings years. So if you're going to work part-time and, and uh, you know pay a little bit into Social Security, it's, you, you won't notice it, I don't believe on your uh, future checks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but again, so that, but that's true though. So that even if you are that old and you're paying into social security, it does go into that 35 year total, right? It does. It does. And again, all that, that they're taking out of you, they're going to put back into that, that pool of money, so to speak, and then pay you your future checks accordingly. But, but again, it, it's not like a pension. You know, a lot of people think Social Security is built like a pension, and it's why you see the firemen and, and policemen and some of these other people breaking their necks the, the last three years of their, <laughs> their working right. years because they're trying to get overtime in and really trying to pump that income up because their, their pension is based on the last three highest years. And so Social Security is not like that at all. I actually had somebody saying, I'm, I'm working all this overtime because I'm trying to get my Social Security higher. And I'm like, wait, let's talk through this. <laughs> But after we had the discussion, they stopped working all that overtime because <laughs> it wasn't making any sense. They were killing themselves doing it. So it's different than a pension, and it's not going to be material. It's going to be a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, so let's talk about Social Security just for a moment, if you don't mind. Um, I was reading that the uh, the Social Security cost of living adjustment this year could be really extraordinary. I mean, I was seeing something like 6% or something like that. I know it's not out yet officially, but what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Well, I, I think it goes in line with inflation and, and what, what inflation is being talked about right now in, in the markets. And I've heard 6% as well. It's the it's going to be the, the the articles I'm reading. It's going to be the highest uh, Social Security raise in more than 20 years. Wow. And so 
that still doesn't keep up with with the cost of goods and services. I mean, healthcare inflation right now is running at about fifteen to eighteen percent. Um, if you go, you look at the gas. I was out in Colorado a couple of weeks back, and gas out there was almost four dollars a gallon. Here you get uh, three fifteen or whatever it is uh, for regular at the pump. So all the cost of goods and services continue to rise. And so, yeah, don't get too excited about a six percent cost of living adjustment because they're probably going to raise your medical uh, Medicare rates as well. Oh sure. Um, when you get that. So you're going to get a little bit extra spending money, but I, again, I wouldn't get too excited about it. Well, it's, I mean, it just the, the percentage just sounds so astronomical compared to what it's been the last, what, three, four years, and sometimes as little as none, <laughs> right? And, and let's say you're delaying your Social Security, you get to 8% 8, 8 delayed credits up until you get to be 70. Let's say you delay it all the way. So a 6% cost of living adjustment plus an 8% delayed credit could be a 14% increase in your Social Security in one year. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, Kevin, this has been a great conversation, a great show today. And, and uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, this is it. Last opportunity today to make that phone call and get on the calendar with Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates. It's a, it's a true practical financial review, and there's no cost, there's no obligation, and it starts with that phone call at 800-998-5649. Ten callers get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, you'll find that you have got a roadmap that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So in short, you've got nothing to lose, call us now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here with you. Yeah, it was a great show. I'm uh, looking forward to the calls. We're going to return the calls within an hour of the show ending. So pick up the phone. If you haven't called before, give us a call. We'll take your questions, take your calls. If you've called before, give another call and get, get back in the calendar. That sounds great. Thanks, folks, for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to be back again next week with new topics and questions. All that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P Radio.
Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.